Gentlemen, let's head to Bring It Back, Give It The Sack, Have A Crack. For Bring It Back this week, coaches in the team huddle. We loved what we saw on the weekend. Hinkley was in the middle of the power circle as they sang the song. They were pumping their arms, covering him in water and sports drink. And it was his 300th game as a coach and a player. He's got an AFL Life membership and I love what Ollie Wine said after the game. He's just like any player. It was special to get him in the middle and celebrate his milestone. Gents, did we like the look of this? And should more coaches be jumping in the circle for the team song at the end of the game? I like this, but I think it's safe for special events like this. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah I, significant I, wins. Yeah, I can't see Chris Scott or Johnny Westfall getting in the middle of the circle, <laughs> getting Gatorade showers anytime soon. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it'd be hard to crack a smile there, wouldn't it? I reckon, I reckon Ben Rudden might, but I don't think John Rosewald would be getting anywhere near that team song. No, I think he'd want nothing to do with that. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. When, when, there's, when there's that level of emotion attached to a win, absolutely. Let's bring it back. And I must say, gentlemen, back in the day where it was free kick Hawthorne, I reckon they might have had the umpires in the, in the circle as well. <laughs> I think there are a few memes about that, weren't there? Give it the sack. The name for the audio detection on the goalpost. It is called The Edge. All right, fellas. The Ark needs a new name for The Edge. We have Snicko in the cricket, which is an absolute pillar of a name. Of course, we're talking about the microphones, which are within the post known as AFL Edge. They are used to check whether the football makes contact with the post or not. Gentlemen, I've got some suggestions for a new name for The Edge. I want your thoughts on these. So let's start with the first one. The Spike McVeigh meter. What do we think about this one? I like it. Spike McVeigh. <laughs> I don't mind. Right, what about this one? The Rick Olerenshaw scale. Like the Rick the scale because it's got Rick in it. What, what do we think about this one? Not bad at all. I don't know if I'm putting it as the leader though. Like the angle you've gone for there though, Serbs. Thank you, gentlemen. I like this one. It rhymes. It sounds catchy and hip. The poster coaster. Yeah, I'm still sticking with Spike. You like the Spike? I'm, I'm, I'm with Spike. Spike, yeah, yep. in fact. Yeah, tough crowd tonight. Let's see if I can get these <laughs> other two names off the ground. Smack, crackle, and poster. What do we think about that? Instead of pop, we put poster in there. Yep. No, I, I'm, I'm still putting. A, I'm still putting Spike on top here at the moment. You got any others, sir? I've got. I've got one more, gents. What about the big mummify meter? Oh, the big mummify. The big mummifier meter, gents. The big mummifier meter. I'll give you some context here. Shane Mumford, when he did that big, bruising, crunching tackle against Mitch Duncan, there was apparently, and I, I, I'm just going off some reports I heard, there were tremors recorded in Japan when that happened. So I'm just saying the big mummifier meter. I see the angle you've come from there, sir. I'm not sure it can beat uh, Spike, though, can it, Maxi? Spike McVeigh, I reckon that's the go, man. The Spike McVeigh meter is the winner. All right, let's get out of their edge, give it the sack, and bring in the Spike McVeigh meter. Now, have a crack. What about acting training for no prior opportunity? Fryzy, we spoke about this last week, where the player has to make a genuine attempt. Otherwise, they'll get pinned holding the ball. Players get media training, and we've seen why in the past with some players like Clayton Oliver and Travis Cloak making some, some pretty bad blunders. But what about players getting proper acting training for prior opportunity? What do we think about this one, gentlemen? 
I reckon um, Callum Mills needs some acting training. Considering, <laughs> did you like see his uh, deliberate rush behind on the weekend? He sort of, yeah, he sort of just stopped and waited for Jack Rewalt to tackle him, and Jack Rewalt just sort of pushed him across the line, and the umpire ended up paying. So, I reckon if anyone needs acting training during the week, Callum Mills could probably go to the Dane Rampey School of Acting on how to rush a ball behind. So Dan Rampey does it pretty well. So, <laughs> yeah, I reckon, you gotta, I reckon he needs some acting on that. Yeah, you got to fumble it a few times at least, don't you? <laughs> And I mean, gentlemen, if we're talking about acting comparisons here, we've got a B-grade actor in Callum Mills, who's a practically a Ronald Reagan as far as actors are concerned, up against Jack Rewalt, which is practically a Daniel Day-Lewis <laughs> in the way he carries on and acts like a pork chop. So, yeah, pretty pretty tough competition, I reckon. Yeah, actors can read actors. So I think Jack Rewalt knew exactly what Callum was up to and sort of jumped at the opportunity to push him over and get a, get a, free, get a free goal for himself on the line. Hasn't been the first time we've seen Jack spit the dummy in the game. Now, gentlemen, let's get to our second have a crack. It's a massive have a... It's a big crack this week. Let's just put it that way. It is is an abyss. It's not even a crack. It is an abyss. The Hall of Fame for the best AFL player, coaches, and umpires' names. Now, on the weekend, let's give this a little bit of context. We had Derek Egmalee-Smith... And Andre Giafagna, an umpire, playing in the same game or umpiring the same game during Richmond and Sydney on Sunday afternoon. And it got me thinking, gents, what are some of the best names that we've heard in the game in our history? Look, it's hard uh, hard not to go past a few of these at the top here, Serpers. And uh, Maxine, there's a, there's a clear theme with some of them too. So starts off well with Graham Johncock, of course, at Adelaide. Dan- Danny Dickfoss <laughs> at Brisbane. I, I could have sworn you just made that up. And Steele Sidebottom, of course, current player. So from the first four, we've got three that... Let's just say that the theme is uh, parts of the human body. And <laughs> the list just sort of gets better, doesn't it, sir? What about our man there, Maxi Jason Laycock? Gee, what a what a player he was! What a specimen! What a story! Yeah, they're all pretty similar sort of theme these names, but yeah. <laughs> um, Wiley Buzzer—that's another one. Zephaniah Skinner—that's a good name. Ooh, yeah, Zephaniah. I remember him. He, even his hair matched the name. I reckon a little bit, little bit left field, Maxi. Irving Mosquito—that's a good one. Yeah. Jago Amir, Lane, Lane Spanderman, is that what you say? I was going to say, what's going on here with this guy? How do, you, how, how do you pronounce that first name? I've just done a Google search, if I may, to verify that this Lane Lalan, however you're going to say it, he, he is a human being and he did play AFL and it fits perfectly with the theme here. Oh, I've seen it. I've come across a picture of he and Jason Laycock battling it out in the ruck. I mean, this is just, this is incredible. This is, this is two from our list. How did I stumble across this? That is, that is an absolute dream scenario for any commentator, I reckon, to have both of those guys playing on each other. That, that would require a uh, straight face in the box, wouldn't it? And it would be very difficult. Who would the Hall of Fame be named after? Oh, it'd have to be Graham Johncock, you'd have to think. <laughs> you'd have to think Stiffy. he's the number one man. His nickname yeah. was Stiff, Stiffy, wasn't it? It was. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah. I was going to ask how they came up with that, but never mind. <laughs> 